Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. This is an edition, uh, Pod Away From Home, we're going to call it parentheses. I do not have heaven with me, but I am your host, Brenton. Uh, I have two guests with me today, uh, Ricardo. Hey guys. And Corey. What's up? Uh, it's my first time meeting Corey. I've known Ricardo for about four years now. Mm, yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, it's been a long goddamn time. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah. And you've known Corey for like 40 minutes. So. 40 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a chill dude from Canada. That's right. Yeah. The Great North. <laughs> the Great North. <laughs> the North remembers. <laughs> so, what are we going to talk about today, you guys? Whatever you'd like. Yeah. Well, whatever you'd like. Whatever I'd like. Yeah. Yeah, what's, that's, what's going that's, on in that, Corey's that's, world? That's kind of how these wow. podcasts work. When I have guests on the show, I just I ask them what they want to talk about. Mm. I have nothing set. Okay. They just they're just random, and we just chat. We just talk. All right. Anything. It could be something stupid. Does yeah. not matter at all. Wow. Well, we talked about vaginas falling out, and that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have no experience. And granny panties, because you know the period. Can fall at any time. I might have to go back and listen <laughs> to that one because now I'm kind of like curious as to how things like that just yeah. fall out. Just a disclaimer: there's a lot going on in that podcast. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> moist. <laughs> moist. Oh, no, that was an entirely moist. different one. I mean, we've been I've been yelling out moist in every single one since then. So, but yeah. So, what do you guys want to talk about? What's on your minds? Didn't you have an experience earlier today? Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> Is that something you should talk about on the I mean, podcast? It doesn't really matter. I mean, that's why we're here. You're here to just speaking. I don't know, man. Young Dude, Bachelor, his Instagram's going to be linked in maybe, the show notes. Maybe it I will. Should. So, yeah, definitely. I mean, that was. That's, so then, that's, that's if you want. Let's say theoretically somebody's listening to the podcast and they're like, oh, he sounds cute. And then they go click and they find out the story and now he looks like a creep because of his story from earlier. Well, the story sounds creepy anyway, but, you know, it's. If you want it, <laughs> do you want to tell your story? Absolutely. I guess I shouldn't have put that out there before. I should have asked the question before we started this podcast. But it's a great story, you know, and it wasn't his fault. So it's not like he raped somebody. That disclaimer, like he didn't do anything bad. Okay. He's, <laughs> nowadays, you can't really tell. Like you don't, they're not what? wearing signs on their head saying, I'm. What do you mean you can't really tell? tell? What? <laughs> <laughs> what Wait, what mean? was the issue? How old are you? I'm 26. Okay. So, like I said, he couldn't really tell. Yeah, but the way you said it was like he didn't rape anybody. Nowadays, you can't really tell. It sounded like you can't, you can't tell. tell consent. Okay, so you can't tell age. I mean, consent is another story, but we're not gonna we're not gonna touch on that unless you guys want to. That's a weird way to phrase it as well. Is we're not gonna touch on that with consent and rape and. Okay, so the story is, Corey had an experience today with trying to speak to a lady. On a uh, one through ten, she was a fourteen. <laughs> Certified. <laughs> Go ahead, Corey. <laughs> so it was my first time going to uh, the pool at my apartment. Welcome to California, by the way. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Beautiful state. You're a permanent resident? Yes, I am. Oh, nice. Yes. Citizenship and everything already. No, no. Oh, okay. Permanent resident, something you, Are else. you hiding from the Trump? I'm not hiding from the Trump. <laughs> I have all my legal documents in place. Uh, but there's a difference between... A legal permanent resident and a citizen. Nice. In which I do not have an American passport. Yeah. Still have a Canadian one. It's all good. But You're I've welcome. But i uh, the colloquial green card, as they call it. Nice. So that's cool. <laughs> um, so anyway, yes, I was, I was exploring the pool in, by my apartments, and there was this very nice girl that came by, and she's giving me all these looks. 
And so I decided to strike up a conversation. Uh, she was tanning. And so I decided I would also try to catch some rays right next to her. Nice. But she immediately put her iPod uh, earbuds into her ears. Playing hard to get. Very hard to get. <laughs> uh, maybe even playing hard rock because I could hear the music <laughs> from where I was laying. Um, so anyway, like a lot of time went by and then ultimately I said, well, I've got to like try to break this ice somehow. So I just screamed about <laughs> the weather to her so she could hear me. And finally, she took her music out, and I said, do you live here? And then it became very clear that she, probably English is not her first language. Okay. Probably. Um, <laughs> 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 um, but I, I found out that she does live here, and uh, she actually goes to the local high school, which was kind of <laughs> like a... <laughs> Well, that's, I mean, that's great. Maybe you can take her to prom and you'll be like, well, uh, you know what? I may see her at parent teacher night because my sister goes to that high school and I will be going to those events. It's probably best to avoid her if you see her there. Yeah, you put on your headphones. (laughs) So, anyway, kind of the conversation ended with her being a freshman and and me saying, uh, have a nice day. I mean, isn't that fascinating, though? That like no. you confused I, a fourteen year. Mm-hmm. I mean, freshman is fourteen. Let's not use yes. the word fascinating. Well, that's what I'm assuming. I mean, it is. It is fascinating. The ninth though, grade because... plus five, right? You're all, typically you're five years older than your grade. That's the math I used to do. I know, but Canada is way different. So. The so math it's in possible Canada that she's twenty six. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta go well, I mean, I mean, the general, the rule is is half your age plus seven. That's for dating. I'm talking about figure out how old someone is, given you know what grade they're in. Oh, okay. Um, it's usually five. Plus. Yeah. So I. So if you're in the sixth grade, you're eleven. If you're in wow. senior year, I that's never twelve. That. I yeah, never. Twelve I never plus put that five together. is seventeen. Got wow. it. Wow. Learn something new every day. Yeah. Thank you for that. No problem. <laughs> Life hack. So nine plus five makes her fourteen. Fourteen. Hmm. Damn. So it's not confirmed. I mean, I definitely did not think she looked fourteen. Well, I'm glad you ran away anyway. Yes. Yes. I think that was for <clears throat> the best. <laughs> I mean, I met Chloe when she was sixteen. And okay. I, was, I was 19 at the time. But 26 and 14 are... No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, it's fascinating. <laughs> I'm saying, like, it's fascinating that I didn't realize, because on I had a similar experience with Chloe when we went on our first date. Yeah. We were supposed to go on a group date, and a lot of the people from the group flaked out, but I thought Chloe was very cute, so I decided that we were going to just, you know, do our own thing. So um, I talked to Chloe about it, and we ended up driving to this restaurant where I had booked a okay. reservation. And on the way up, you know, I'm getting to know her and I'm asking her about her interests and I asked her what she majored in. And when I asked what she majored in, she said, what do you mean? <laughs> and I said, well, what are you going to school for? And she said, oh, I'm in high school. And I said, no way. <laughs> like, it, was, it just blew my mind that yeah. she was in high school. So, you know, I assumed that she was a senior. This and is so the first I, time you guys have spoken. This is the second time we've spoken. Okay, so then she seemed real mature, I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah, I mean, she time. seemed mature, she looked mature, yeah. and so, and I assumed she was a senior at this point, that she was in high school, you know, maybe 18, some seniors are 18, so I still had a little bit of hope at this point, and uh, we continue the conversation, so I ask her what she's excited about, um, is she excited for prom and things like that, and she said yes, but that she wasn't going to go because she wanted to go when she was a senior, so I had uh, met wow. Chloe when she was 
a junior in high school. Eh, I guess that's not that bad. You were 18, you said. 18. I was 19. You were 19. I was 19. And technically, there was a point when she was 16 for three months, because my birthday's in June and hers is in September. For three months, I was 20 and she was 16. You could have gone to jail, Ricardo. I could have gone to jail. Yeah. Did your math work, your equation, in that situation? Half my age plus right. seven? Yeah. Uh, no. 19, half of 19 is... Plus seven is sixteen and a half. So yeah, mm-hmm. well, no, it would have worked out. I mean, but she that's still illegal. Half. Yeah, she was sixteen for like so three months. Right yeah. at the limit. Then. Yeah. yeah, there you go. She was at the very bottom of my rule. High five. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. I mean, it just. I mean, it happened to work out. Um, and when's your anniversary? It's next month. Yeah, coming up. How many years? Four years. Look at that. Yeah. Wow. Four years. So it does work out sometimes with underage girls. Well, I mean, okay, but (laughs) I immediately had to change strategy because I ended up following through with the date. Um, It was a little uncomfortable the entire time because, you know, I I understood that she was much younger. So we went on our date and and by the time I dropped her off, I realized that I really liked her. So I molded over for a couple of weeks figuring out how to proceed. And I basically decided that I would have to talk to her <laughs> that's uh, Chloe's dog in the background. Um, yeah, he's he's an old guy. He has a collapsing trachea, so when he gets excited, it sounds like he's having asthma. Scrappy dude. Scrappy dude. I forgot his name for a second, so I had to look at him for a long time. <laughs> I'm sure he forgot his name by now as well. Yeah, so I had to, I had to talk to Chloe's parents. So the next date we went on, we went as a group date, so I felt a little bit less creepy. And, um, and I just told her, you know, like, I really like you, but if things are going to continue, I'm going to have to talk to your parents to l- fill them in because if, if you know, anything... Would very have... adult of you. Very adult of me. <laughs> <laughs> Being childish, Brenton. <laughs> yeah, we should probably move away from that topic. That sounds kind of... It's just it's getting We weird. recorded, like, 20 minutes of a podcast about... Underage dating. Yeah. Or... Underage hollering at hollering hollering. Well, mine ended hollering up. and hooting, <laughs> <laughs> and yours ended up being a four-year thing in five seconds. Five seconds. Five seconds. That's that's yeah. that's good enough. Yeah. To be honest, I didn't think you were twenty-six. I would really? not have guessed that. Nope. Yeah. Well, no one you, guesses you you're thirty. Uh, true. Black don't crack though. So. That's true. Well, I mean, Corey's black as well. Yeah, yeah. he is. I can tell. I was conceived yeah. in Jamaica. So. <laughs> Well, hold on, hold on. You don't got to be conceived in Jamaica to be black. (laughs) A little bit of patois. (laughs) Well, yeah, how old did you think Corey was? Yeah. Maybe like, uh... 14? (laughs) No, because I I know that you are... College. No, no, no. Uh, What's her name? Vanessa. Vanessa's brother. Yes. I did not know if you were older or younger. Really? Interesting. No. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. you've met Vanessa. I have. So there was a possibility that I was younger than Vanessa. Could have been. Possibly like a year, maybe. Because she's a senior, right? Yeah. She's yeah. a senior. Yeah. Nowadays, you, again, you can't really tell. Eight-year difference. Yes. Yeah. That has nothing to do with consent. It's about age. You mentioned cool. consent earlier. On the podcast? Yeah. No, I don't think we did. Yeah, you did. You said that was kind of weird. Like, you talking about... Oh, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm talking about age, not consent. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think Scrappy is giving you consent. No, that sounds disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! 
And how about you, Brenton? Are you in a relationship? I am not in a relationship. Uh, I haven't even addressed that yet on the podcast, so I guess we can address it now. Let's do Guys it. Guys talk, you know? I refuse to get in a relationship. Wow. I told Ricardo earlier that uh, I don't want to share my shit. Oh. I like my money. Yeah. I like my time. Yeah. I'm not trying to share all that. I actually kind of agree with him. I think there's this uh, there's this very popular movement that's coming up called the MGTOW and it's uh, never heard of that it's, uh, it's an abbreviation for men going their own way or something like that well, I think that's everybody at a certain point and what I, I think people need to take some time to themselves yeah, focus so these, on them these guys, men and women yeah. and you know figure out who you are what you want to do with your own life before you start involving yourself in somebody else's because then you start fucking up other people's lives you know who you are <laughs> why not <laughs> 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 can, can we just can we just go into that, please? Like, I want to get it off my chest, but I guess I'll, I'll respect it. I respect it. Interesting take. Yeah. Now, is that something that you would live by for the rest of your life? I'm down for it. So you would be okay to be single forever? Yes. Wow. Yeah. It's easier what about that kids? way. You can adopt. Would you do something like would that? Would you adopt? Yeah, like I probably a sing- would. Single father type of thing? Yeah. Why not? I mean, I think it's, I don't know, you could, man. I think you could do it. <clears throat> that's like an entirely different thing. Yeah. What would you mean? Um, okay, well... Being a single father? Yeah. There's a lot of men that are single fathers. Yeah, but that's not necessarily like the greatest situation to put a kid in. It may not be, but there are a lot of kids in the foster system that need homes. That is true. So if you can provide a home for a kid, why not do it? Interesting take. Yeah. Hmm. I did tell a friend of mine, because she she, she's beautiful, great genes in her family. Like, I'll be willing to have a baby with her, but I don't want to be the mom. What? I just want, just want her jeans. That's it. Is that so wrong? Is that wrong of me? Yeah. That Why? That seems like you're, you, it's an end, means to an end type of thing. Hey, she agreed to it. Like, have her be your I baby guess. machine, and then... If she agreed to it, then I, I think I think this fine. episode is just going to be called consent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a bunch of... Like... I got consent, okay? Yeah. To, uh, I was going to say, pump my sperm. Into her and uh, create a baby. Well, yeah. oh, so you would go through with the deed entirely, like you would. I don't know. It wouldn't just be like a. It'll what, probably be really like, awkward. I mean, what's the alternative? Like a syringe or something? <laughs> <laughs> it's an actual IVF. syringe. Yeah. Oh wow! Interesting. But you wouldn't do that. Fertilization. You do it the old-fashioned way. I don't know if I really want to go that route. What the old-fashioned way? The old-fashioned way. Why? I don't want to speak on the podcast about that situation. Wow. Yeah. Not so much me. <laughs> this podcast is getting weird, guys. <laughs> consent. <laughs> well, I guess Brendan doesn't consent to speaking about it, so we'll yeah. move on to the next topic. Damn, I feel like a dick now. <laughs> you are what you eat. All right, so next one. Oh, oh. What else? Ricardo? What else what? What's on your mind? What you've been going through for the past I feel two like, months? I feel like we should start a new podcast. I feel like you should keep talking. You guys want to continue yeah, this one? This, that's not how these podcasts work. Oh, man. We continue on going. We don't stop. It's a 30-minute conversation. No pauses. Okay. One straight um, through. Cool. What's on your mind? <laughs> I mean, I'm really happy you're doing the podcast. Huh? That, that the podcast is a thing, because we've okay. talked about podcasts before. And, yes. Um, oh, we did, I'm, actually. We, you, uh, 
Actually, you started a group chat with Bree, and we were supposed to start one with Bree. Even before that, we were at Williams Lee, and uh, me, you, and Ebony and sat Ebony, in the back right. during lunch. And we had uh, we, we even recorded. attempted to do it. We did it on our iPhones. We did, and then the he- discussion got a little heated. Uh, I think we were talking <laughs> about God or something, and, and yeah. there were some disagreements. But no, it was gun control. Was it gun control? It was gun control. That's funny. Me and Corey were talking about <clears throat> gun control the other day. How do you feel about gun control, Corey? Um, I think that what was my take on it yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> I promise we won't yell at each other. We're not gonna. Yeah, I yeah. can't promise that. No, I I think I think my. My thoughts on it have changed, like meeting your uncle and talking to you guys for a while. Like, I understand it. So my original thing when when Ricky and I were talking about it yesterday was that I think no one should have them, Mm -hmm. period. But then I secretly want one, so it's kind of (laughs) hypocritical. And my my perspective was that everyone should have one. Yes, and I understand your perspective because Mm -hmm. if everyone has one, then there'll be no issues. Yeah. Yeah. Well... Well, if a mentally unstable person has one, there's going to be issues. This my is, well, my thing is just that... When he, he says everyone should have one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't literally mean everyone. Don't give one to your toddler. That's not a smart idea. I mean, I mean, I guess what I'm trying to say is that... Are people, you saying that toddlers don't have to defend themselves at home if a break-in happens? <laughs> I think your toddler should have access to your firearm. I'm joking. It's not. I'm not being serious. Yeah. Don't give your toddler guns. No, I just... I think. I think my perspective stems from... If somebody who wants to do wrong has a weapon and nobody else does, then everyone else is subject to whatever that person wants to do because you bring a gun to a fist fight and that person has an advantage no matter okay. how many people are in the room. Yeah. So the, and the, the thing that's the worst about that is even if you make guns illegal, the wrongdoer is going to obtain the guns illegally whether or if guns are illegal or not. Does that make any sense? Yeah. So if... There were people who were carrying guns, guns legally and responsibly. Um, then, I feel like there would be fewer. It would be significantly fewer um, violent crimes through guns. Okay. If it was like that, if that's how this country was run tomorrow, would you feel compelled to go and get one? Absolutely, I want one now. I'm saving for one now. Um, I didn't have one. I moved out of my parents' house a few years ago. And my roommate was my cousin, and he's always had a gun. Yeah. So I've never felt like I needed to have one, at least at my house, because I knew someone else did. But now that me and Chloe live on our own, I absolutely want to get one. They're How just does not. Chloe feel about that? She wants one as well. She wants. Oh, to... nice. Yeah, because I've been to the range a couple of times. I have family like in law enforcement and stuff, mm-hmm. so I I can kind of shoot. Um, that was I... going to be my next question: yeah. Is do you have any training? Yeah, and and not only do I have some training, but I have training from people in law enforcement. So this is like very, very. They've very... actually gone, like, sat down with you and given you sessions. Yeah, on absolutely. How to yeah, operate it. Yep, I like immediately, like you know, none. We went to the range and it was the full like ten minute conversation beforehand of proper etiquette when you have the gun in the range and how to carry it from your vehicle to the range and all of that stuff. How to load your weapon, make sure you're not like pointing at anybody else. Make sure that like you know the barrel's always pointed away and. Um, if you're holding the gun, even when you're talking to somebody, it's not pointed at them. Leave your finger off of the trigger. So there's there's a lot of etiquette that I feel like if people were taught, they would there would be a lot more responsibility. Um, Do you think those teachings should be mandatory? No, I don't think anything should be. The thing about but if someone wants to go out and get a gun, don't you think yeah, they should go through that kind of course? Yeah. Mm, I like, think it like would be. I think license? culturally, we should um, 
we should encourage that. But do I think that should be a legal requirement? I'm You'd not entirely sure. You'd be okay if you sure. want to buy a gun with no experience at all? I, I believe that it's your right to own one. So no, I'm no, not going to no, infringe no, upon your rights by putting rules and restrictions yeah, in your way. but then you just way. throw a gun in somebody's hand without them knowing how they can shoot themselves. Well, you, you still have to go and purchase one. Like, yeah. consider that I do want have, a gun. Do you have to have show a, some kind of, like, I have a certificate to... Oh, yeah, to purchase a weapon. You Like, currently, you have to, like, show that, like, you know, like, you're not... <clears throat> Actually, I don't even know if that's current because of the new presidency and everything, and it depends on states. But um, yeah, I guess it depends. But my it my would simple be like answer. A, a good example is with a car. Like if if you ran into a an adult, let's say he's thirty, but has no driving experience, and would you feel comfortable with them just going to buy a car and now hitting the roads? So now this is an interesting question because owning a car or driving on roads is not a right. Um, the reason that you get a license... Yeah, but he's not going into that. He's asking... A, it's a simple question. No, no, no. The reason that I wouldn't feel comfortable with that is 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 um, irrelevant to whether or not that person should. At the end of the day, my question isn't like... But we're, we're not questioning should a person have a gun. We're questioning... That's what he said. He said, would you feel comfortable? Like, feel should comfortable, that person... Would you feel comfortable with them owning a gun with no training? I don't think it's my right to violate so somebody you, else's right to a gun. So you don't care? It's not that I don't care. I think that that my feelings about it are irrelevant to the situation. It's another person's right to own a gun, but what whether are, or not what are your I, feelings on it. I just want to know if you'd be uneasy if Joe Schmode across the block has a gun and he has no training. I, I guess it depends because if I guess it depends on who has the gun. I think culturally, we're like in kind of a weird place where guns are like a scary thing, especially like where we live in California. So, you know, I don't know. I mean, Joe Schmo, we live in Orange County, so Joe Schmo across the street, <laughs> Joe Schmo across the street very well could have a gun, and I would never know. Yeah. And those are the kind of things that I'm comfortable with, because if somebody were to yeah, do wrong... because ignorance is bliss, but what if he said, hey, I have... Not way, ignorance is bliss, but like... I got this gun, and I have no idea how to use it. First of all, I think if you're a person who would go tell another person that you got a gun, and you don't know how to use it, you're probably a crazy person that shouldn't have a gun. <laughs> so I would feel uncomfortable with that. But if my neighbor had a gun and never told me, and he never shot one, or he never received training or anything yeah. like that, I wouldn't necessarily feel okay. uncomfortable. What if you came over to my apartment... And I said, Ricky, I got a gun today. Uh-huh. And I have, if some, and you'd go, oh great! So now, if someone comes in, we'd be able to defend ourselves. And I immediately respond by saying, um, I really don't know how to use the thing. I would suggest that you get. First of all, that would be a super weird conversation to have. But um, like just walking in and apartment? he's like, Hey, man, <laughs> I got a gun today. Or, or if he just walked in here with it on on his, on his hip. That's interesting. Um, I think it's. Because what if I show up in the month and I just come here, hey, look at my gun, Ricky. Well, that's there are certain states that have laws like that that are open carry where you can have a gun, but, I know, but only that, not, if you're showing that you have it. Yeah, but because it's about, less threatening. We're talking about knowing how to, to control the gun, how to shoot the I, gun. I would suggest that he receive training. Absolutely. Okay. But would it should it be mandatory? So I don't think you, so. You suggest they get the training for the gun. But you don't, yeah. you don't think yeah. it should be any legal ties to the training. No, because when you have a legal tie to the training, like the purpose of the Second Amendment is twofold. It's for self-protection and also protection against the government. Mm -hmm. If you make it, if you put up legal boundaries to obtaining a weapon, then the second aspect 
of of why you should have one yeah. is void mm-hmm. because now the government knows you have this gun you went through this training you like it's almost like an obstacle for your right you know yeah. imagine if you were like i have a um, our First Amendment, right? You know, freedom of speech, yeah. freedom of religion. What if you had a different religious belief, but now the government has to legally decide whether or not you can, you can practice that or you can set up a church? Mm-hmm. That would be discrimination because it's going against your right. So I'm applying that same logic to somebody owning a gun without training. Um, if you require that they are legally trained to use one, then it seems like that would be discrimination on you mm-hmm. because it's a right. It's not like a... I, I don't know a better way to explain it. It's our Second Amendment. It's obviously very important to the Constitution, to our founders, that like citizens have them. Mm-hmm. So, so during would, that time, would you be okay with? I think now is more than ever. It's mm-hmm. relevant more now than ever. Obviously, you have mentioned that you you would suggest to a friend to go get the training. So Absolutely, you think it's a good idea. What would you think about having an incentive program? So it wouldn't be mandatory. But it would be something like if you can provide when you're going to purchase a gun, provide evidence that you've gone through some sort of course, maybe there would be a discount. That would purchase. be great. Yeah, I think that's cool. And again, I'm not an expert. I don't even own a gun, guys. I'm just <laughs> saying that like I'm just saying that like I know to me con- our constitutional rights are very important. Yeah. And from what limited experience I have, it doesn't seem like it's right for me to tell somebody else they can't do their right or for me to put up legal blockades. Your suggestion of, you know, incentivizing training is fucking brilliant. Like, I love that. Or, you know, there's other things like, uh, do I think people should keep their guns in a safe? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But I don't, I mean, I also think kids should brush their teeth and not eat McDonald's. Does that mean that the government should come with toothbrushes that have chips to make sure your kids are brushing twice a day? Yes. What? I agree. (laughs) (laughs) That's ridiculous. I think it's America, and if you want to eat McDonald's every day and feed yourself into an early death, damn America! Do what you want. That's yes. freedom. Supersize me. If people are consenting to eating McDonald's, they understand the repercussions. Yeah. To to tell somebody that they can't do that is restricting their freedom. True. Even if it's a bad decision, if you tell them they can't do it, it's it's not truly freedom. And and we know that they would do it anyway if you told them they can't do something. Yeah. That was intense. That was intense. I'm uh, excited to see what the people say about that, actually. Yeah, we're about to hit the 30-minute mark, too, so... I was looking at my list. Nothing's coming up yet. I guess I made the edits on my computer. It didn't save. Uh, anything else you got? No, I mean, I just want to make I've it clear. I'm, I don't think I'm we can not, do, my, we can do another topic in four minutes, though. Let's, let's do another podcast. How about that? Right. We have um, 18 minutes. 18? Yeah. I thought we were at 2645. No, I That's thought you wanted to end it at 30. Mm, That's fine. Doesn't okay. matter. Yeah, okay. Just just so I'm clear, everyone. I don't own a gun. Um, I'm not an expert on these things. I don't know if the laws I cited are correct or anything. I'm just saying what what from what I understand and what I feel about our Constitution, I not just with guns. I just feel that it's wrong to um, impede on anybody else's rights. And I think guns fall into that. Mm-hmm. Understandable. No argument there. Cool. Yeah. Change of topic, uh, major change of topic. How do you guys feel about dessert before dinner? Oh, I don't, I don't fuck with that. I have Why a confession not? to make. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Why not? Because you're just gonna spike your body with sugar first, and then yeah, sit down and have a meal. What if you die after? before you before dessert comes? That's fine. I don't, I don't value dessert. 
eat, don't buy why, desserts. Why, why does the society think dessert is better than the meal? Dessert for me should sugar. be like it's almost on the same level as I see an appetizer. It's like if it's there, cool. Well, okay, if it's okay. not, I'm so, not going to cry about it. I guess in your defense, you are fit. Like you, you, t- you work out. Well, thank you. Okay, so you work out, right? <laughs> Yes. Okay, so then you take you obviously take care of your body. I don't yeah. really give a shit about mine. Obviously, <laughs> he's being ridiculous. You guys are no Brenton. He's not like some obese person. Like, hey, that BMI chart says something totally different. But anyways, okay, okay, I understand what you're saying. And Ricardo, what was your take on that? You said you had a confession to make. Yeah, I uh, yesterday Corey and I went out. I guess we just went for drinks, but we kind of ate food there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, in the meantime, I had to work on a small. Uh, graphic design project and i was eating a brownie before we left so i, I did actually have dessert before dinner yesterday i felt meat. no remorse no guilt it was amazing and i'm glad i did it so uh, i'm not saying you should do it before every meal like as like an appetizer oh, no i'm not yeah i'm not if you go out to go eat at a restaurant like yeah it's there, just like, it's interesting what's considered dessert though because jim gaffigan has like this uh he's a stand-up comedian uh-huh. he has this great uh, bit about um, what was that what you rolled your your R there for a second? Oh my bad. No. <laughs> it's had, not a problem. <laughs> he, had, he, had, he had this great bit about um, about pancakes. Okay. And how the hell that became a breakfast food because huh. it's a cake. It's fried batter with syrup on it, and people consider it breakfast, yeah. not dessert. So Absolutely. it's it is kind of it's kind of weird what we consider dessert. Because there, I know some people that have gone to dinner and they're like, let's have dessert. And then it ends up being like strawberries and blueberries. And I'm like, what the hell? Where's, where's the cookies at? Like, this I was going to ask uh, Corey's next question. What do you consider dessert? Um, anything with like a high, high sugar content, really. Okay. Cause I, I so mean, what is your even, favorite dessert? Even natural, like, you could position some cereals as a dessert. I was just going to say that it seems like breakfast is kind of like a beast on its own. Yeah. A lot of food groups that you see during breakfast might be classified as, as a dessert to me. I think most, cause most are. Because it's just so sugary. Yeah. So you I eat would... cereal for dessert? <laughs> <laughs> I am a cereal have, fan. Have you a nice steak and potato meal or whatever? And uh... Yeah. Some cereal a bowl afterwards. of cereal after? <laughs> I, there was a time in my life where I was having cereal in the morning and cereal before bed. What's your, uh, what's your box of choice? So That's hard. That's like picking my favorite music, you know? Uh, everybody has a, a favorite cereal. Not you me. Have Come on, man. Because you have to no, have a go-to. I have my Go 5. I have, like, Fruit Loops is on there, Ew. Lucky Charms. Disgusting. Lucky Frosted Charms. Flakes. Oh, my uh, goodness. Um, there's probably some Canadian ones you guys haven't even heard of. Let's go for it's it. It's like you were raised uh, in a different country. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Corn Where's the Captain pops? Crunch? I don't know if you like, have that here. Corn Pops. Corn yeah, Pops? Yeah, we have Corn Pops. Okay. Yeah, they're just All called right. Pops. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Count Chocula? Uh, yeah, but not a fan. Chocula. Not yeah, a fan. I don't do that. Yeah, I don't do it either. I just want to know if you have it here. <laughs> yeah, Chloe, Chloe actually earlier this week bought Cinnamon Toast Crunch as a dessert. Yes. Like, really? she didn't buy I it so I can that. have it for breakfast. She said, you know, sometimes I want to eat something sweet, like, before I go to bed. Yeah. So I bought some Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I do that shit with Lucky Charms. I'll just buy it. Yeah. Lucky Put Charms. It the bag and then just... do you try to segregate the marshmallows? When I was a kid, I used Segregation to Segregation is a weird word. For... <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> Like with separation is I don't like what them <laughs> <laughs> gentrification of cereal. No, but yes, like yeah, Lucky Charms is definitely a. So, favorite. do you fish out the 
the corn pieces first and then you're left with all the marshmallows? When I put it in like a Ziploc bag, I just fish out for the marshmallows. Very now, nice. If I'm down for it, yeah. then I'll eat the rest later. If my, not, then I'll just trash when, it. When I'm, a lucky, when I'm in my lucky charm phase, my, my goal for the day will be to try to end up with nothing but marshmallows by the end. <laughs> just marshmallows and milk. Yeah. But that means you got to eat the actual cereal component first, which I do. It takes a while. Oh, no, and then all you that. have is marshmallows and it's so much fun because then you have a mouthful of marshmallows. I can't do that. You know what, man? This is like time. very interesting. That will because, really mess me up. Because his personality, obviously he's fit. His personality is the type that's willing to go through pain to receive the reward at the end. And that even translates to his dessert. <laughs> his cereal. The, the first half of his cereal is pain. Yeah. So he can get to the pleasure at the end. Absolutely. I'm not down for none of that shit. <laughs> no, I'm just diving right in. Straight for the pleasure. Ricardo, what's your favorite? My favorite cereal, uh, my absolute favorite cereal is Captain Crunch, with the, with oh, the berries yeah. in it. With the berries, with the Ooh. berries. It's just very nostalgic to me. Have like, you had the ones with just all berries? Like no, I box? haven't. Yeah, that sounds like skipping straight to the pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done uh, it because I just feel like it's gonna be a nasty bowl. Yeah, I've I've tried the ones that are just peanut butter and it was okay. It's like. Just peanut, peanut butter crunch. Uh, yeah, peanut butter crunch. That's yeah. the one. Yeah, it was peanut okay. butter crunch is bomb as fuck. What are you talking it was okay. about? I mean, the regular one. I don't even know if it's that good because I I don't remember. It's just very nostalgic. Like it reminds me of being a kid. I Same thing it. with with pop tarts. I love yeah, pop tarts. Yeah, I don't even know if they taste good. It just reminds me no, of like being a kid. They taste really good. Oh, so you pop tarts? Yes. And <laughs> okay, but do you warm them up? Oh, and I have how a whole do you process, warm them up? A whole process. Toaster only. And then what happens, and I, I really prefer the ones with the white topping and then the colorful sprinkles. What do you mean? The, uh, the gross. Is the alternative is disgusting. The only ones that are acceptable are the brown sugar ones. Oh, those are really good. Yeah, those are the I only ones I eat, I and I don't warm them up. But it's I can't a, it's a very different that. taste, but it's, it's so very So then good. what happens is you kind of remove. <laughs> so it's very similar to the... Uh, <laughs> the uh, crust on the side. Is that what you're doing? So that's I eat the crust... And then I separate the two layers. So I've got the non-icing layer, which I eat. And I'm saving again that icing layer for last. I've never heard of that before. it's an amazing thing. I I normally Especially if you flip the filling onto your tongue side. Yeah. So what you do is you get the the full-on 100% purity taste of the jam filling. And then the crunch on top, too. Huh, interesting. It's different. If we could switch gears for a second, my favorite healthy food <laughs> that I can... It sounds like we just sit around eating sweet food all day. Um, I could eat um, sweet potatoes, chicken breast, broccoli, and salad every day, and That's I would lot, never have yeah. a problem. Favorite. It's it's my favorite thing to make. I have it down to a science. Yeah. It you takes exactly 45 minutes with prep, and I could eat that every day. You don't that chicken? I don't have that much chicken. It's mostly sweet potatoes and then some chicken, yeah. a little bit of salad, and a couple pieces. All right, of now let me okay. ask you this: Have you ever tried that on the barbecue? Hmm. I I have. Slice the sweet potato with whatever veggies you want to add in there. Oil it up, seasoning, and wrap it in tin foil and put that on the. Wow, ground. that sounds good. It's I unfortunately can't try that, that because <laughs> I can't have a barbecue at um. A barbecue. Th- there's grill. no barbecues by your pools. I guess there is. Yeah. That's what I do. Just bring it over. Hmm. Or you can go to your uncle's. Like, yo, I'm, I'm cooking my food here. Yeah, but there's always like 50 people there, so I would have to cook for like 50 people, which is... <laughs> uh, I just started learning how to cook, so it's not really an endeavor You're I'm willing to take on. 
You've been living in your own place for about two two years now. Yeah, but that's not, that doesn't make you good at something. You have to do something. Are for you a fucking long joking? Time. I've been rapping for like eight years, and I'm barely getting like shut, good. Shut up! Shut up! You don't give yourself enough credit. I just yeah. there's. I tell you this shit all the time. We have different levels of, Ricardo, uh, of the mastery. Food, the food that you have cooked <laughs> since I've been coming over to your place is sufficient. Has been magnificent. It's been great. If I gave it to a stranger and asked them to pay ten dollars for it, would they pay? Okay, you're you're going. You're being a little crazy now. Right? No, I mean because that's how I would consider food good. Is like if I went to someone's house and I. You think that your the food that you're cooking first of all is worth the ten dollar? It's worth ten dollars. What do you mean? The food that you're cooking. Like, would I pay $10 for would it? Would you... Yeah, you said that if you cook some food and gave it to a stranger, you'd be expecting to pay $10 the for it. The one meal that I know how to cook <laughs> that I would pay for is sweet potatoes, chicken, broccoli, and salad. $10? Because I make it every day. <laughs> I would pay I would pay money to eat that because I've gotten good at cooking it. But everything else that I cook is, like, is like sufficient at best. Hmm. Um, it's not... It's not... Like, no one's going to say, like, this is disgusting, but no one's going to compliment it either. True. So I don't think that makes me good if people are just okay with it. <laughs> right. It's good food. Yeah. Yeah. It's you and okay. Chloe are great cooks. Chloe's a great cook, but she's you know, been. That, Chloe that has fucking noise. You don't have ice an maker. ice. You have an ice maker. I do have an ice. Oh, I thought maker. you said last time there was no ice maker in at there. At the at the other house, we didn't oh. have an ice maker, but yeah. we had the uh, we had the little thing on the door with the crushed ice and all that stuff yeah i was sitting here earlier and i was like there's no fucking ice maker in there why is it making noise <laughs> <Does it> make... <laughs> get that shit checked out no chloe knows how to cook because she's been a vegetarian since she was 10 yeah and no one else in her house is a vegetarian so her parents question. said if you're going to be a vegetarian you have to cook for yourself question about so her... she's been cooking for 10 years so that's why she's good has she eaten any other meat since that one day she has had fish she has started to adopt wow. fish into her diet so. congratulations yeah. nice yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, we started uh, doing some research on protein and such, and it, it is possible to receive the amount of protein, but you would have to eat, you know, uh, a hell of a lot of lentils and beans and stuff. And sometimes she does, but other times it's just easier to have like a salmon steak, and then you yeah. have enough protein for the day. Especially considering you know our current lifestyle, it's not like she needs a ton of it. So yeah. every now, like maybe once every other week, she'll have like a piece of fish. Yeah, but for the most part, she stays. Well, she's vegetarian. trying so. That's good. Plus, she's been fishing with her dad. Her dad's, like, big into fishing. That's, like, his favorite thing to do. Yeah. Um, so she's been fishing with her dad for a couple of years. So I guess the uh, the guilt of, like, eating an animal, it's like, if it's going to be an animal, it's got to be one I've already killed myself. <laughs> so. Well. And do you think there's anything about fish being, like, less of a problem? What, what do, do you mean? mean? If a fish dies versus, like, Bambi in the forest, like, isn't there a value system with that, with vegetarians? I think, I think people in general view like other people with empathy, and then they have sympathy for like other mammals. Yeah. And I don't think they care That's about reptiles is, or right? bugs or fish or anything like that. Because fish is not mammalian, so they're like, oh, it's not a big deal. Yeah, I think we identify with mammals more than we do fish. They're just so alien. Like, they, I don't. They breathe in. They, they breathe in as soon as you say alien. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes they do breathe in the water which is kind of weird when you think about it yeah do you think fish know that they're in water or do well, you think that's just like okay, how so we're this, in air this came up on another <laughs> podcast but it was like what if fish obviously they're not this intelligent could you imagine you know the catch and release type of fish mm-hmm. they've come up and they've seen that there's this other realm above the water and that there's these weird, like, four-limbed creatures that are pulling them into some wooden craft. Mm-hmm. And then they get released. 
So can you imagine if they were telling that to their fish friends? <laughs> and they're like, you won't believe this. What if they can't see? Well, I mean, what if they come well, out of water? First of all, like, but assuming they could see, yeah. then that Assuming would, they had the same intelligence as us and the same like level a, of communication, that would be, like, that would be keep being caught and released. So. Have you guys seen that movie, um, Sausage Party? No. Yes. It's, it's basically that premise where the food in the supermarket is like your fish that you're talking about, and they uh, they it's it's really weird because the movie looks like it's a children's movie, it's and very... its overall theme is kind of like um, it's its overall theme is very uh, I don't know just explicit like it's yeah. all just about sex and stuff. Mm-hmm. But there's like this underlying theme throughout the movie, and I guess it's not really like underlying. It's pretty clear uh, is that um, it's a it's a satire on religion. And so all of these food at the supermarket, they worship humans as gods. Wow. So they think that when humans come to take them off of the shelves and bring them home, they're thing. taking them to like heaven, like the, <laughs> to, the, to the chosen place. And one day, um, this girl returns mustard back from the store or something like that. And he comes back and he has like PTSD because he just saw all of his friends well, die. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is like the first, this is the first five minute, minutes. This is like the premise yeah. of the movie. Um, and he comes back and he's just freaking out and he's like, don't fucking touch me, ketchup. Like yeah. he's just like freaking out. Yeah. And, uh, and their whole world gets like shattered after that. Yeah. The only thing that would, that I could compare a fish being pulled out of water to and then being put back in mm-hmm. is an abduction by aliens. Like if, if one of us were to be abducted right now, get some tests done and then dropped back in this chair. Would you tell your story? Obviously you would. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. You wouldn't be traumatized? Yes. I think that that would prevent All me from telling my things. story. Why? I don't know. Whatever the fuck they did, it would just, I'd be so traumatized, I wouldn't be able to open my mouth I tend and speak. to, I tend, even if something traumatic happens, I tend to have to tell somebody. Yeah. I, I would, because th- that's how I also process it. Yeah. If it, like, if it happened or not, or like, I don't what, know. What's other it, people's take on that? If Here, it were to happen, then. You Here. can make that decision from there, but I kind of feel like it's kind of weird to compare the situations, but uh, rape victims don't always speak on it. I <laughs> Consent. <laughs> Consent. I'm sorry. That was a... <laughs> Just can't keep it light today. I, I uh, think the message of this podcast is how I'm just important saying. consent I'm just is. Saying. Or or even child uh, abuse or whatever. Whatever the case but is, that would if be... you go through something that's really... Um, yeah, causes a, a major trauma in your yeah. life. Like some people don't okay. speak up. What if? What if they? What if the aliens didn't touch your body in any way? Well, they, they didn't have to touch your body. I mean, it's just fucking being there. Okay, can I? Can I? Can I brain. touch on two things really quick? Still talk about it? I don't know if, if they're could. just like, hey, Brenton, look at our spaceship, and then okay, we're gonna bring you back down now. You wouldn't talk about that. I don't know if I would want to. Like, I'd be terrified. Like, guys, what the guys, fuck are they okay. do if I two speak things, on it? Two things really quick. One, very quickly, I think that if you are ever a victim of any kind of abuse, <laughs> sexual abuse, regular abuse, you should immediately tell someone. And if it's not immediately, eventually tell someone because that's the only way to fight things like that. That's just a side yeah. sub-note for anybody listening. Um, but the major thing that's interesting to me is how much you guys are relating these aliens to have human qualities. Think about yeah, how many definitely. millions of species there are on planet Earth. Why would you assume that the one species that would make it to Earth as aliens would share qualities like experimentation and touch and technology? Why wouldn't they? They have to get what? here. 
Okay, so, so there, so are there you are these. Comfortable imagining the body form of a leopard. They're figuring not out necessarily how to get a leopard over here without but imposable thumbs. Not necessarily a leopard, but there are. Um, there's like a, sw- a very, very. I don't know if it's microscopic, but there's a very small species mm-hmm. of something. I don't know if it would be considered an animal, but it's nicknamed the water bear. And this thing, it has like six arms mm-hmm. um, or legs or whatever, um, and it has a head, and it has like a small. You know, it has like a like a. It has like a nervous system and everything. Mm -hmm. And it's able to live in extreme heat on Earth, extreme cold on Earth, regular temperatures on Earth, and also survive the vacuum of space. Hmm. So imagine that there's some species like this that that made it out of the atmosphere millions, billions of years ago. And it's just like traveled from planet to planet to planet evolving. Humans haven't been around for that long and they've evolved to have this technology. Yeah, but that's a different thing. I'm talking about first encounters here. I'm not talking about the possibility of life on other planets. I completely agree. But if that we is found pers- mold, if we found mold on Mars, I think everyone would be freaking no, out. No, no, no. I think that like it would be what if this water bear eventually became a separate intelligence? Oh, you mean right? it, would, it would evolve into It would evolve into something, something but uh-huh. not similar to humans, but yeah. still be able to make it to Earth. Yeah. And then that's what's here. That's the alien that's here. Why would you why would it's we just ugly. assume it is. It, I mean, it's actually kind of cool looking, but like it, it, it it's foreign. It is very alien looking. You just Googled yeah. it? Yeah, it looks like a Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think that a water bear would be like, "Hey, come in my ship." Yeah. Or, oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's it very look cool. Like a it's an ugly looking thing. Yeah, so it can survive incredible things. So yeah. I think if anything's likely to to get to us, it would be something like that, not necessarily something that looks like us, because you have to remember, if you believe in evolution, at least yeah. that we evolved for very specific reasons on well, Earth. We don't know what's out there, so. Exactly. So yeah. why, if we don't know what's out there, why are we assuming that the one thing that would make it here would be like us? It's just what we think. It's kind of what we think. That's yeah. super you have weird. To be, you have to be really like an out there thinker to immediately think of them as a different I think you have to be an out there thinker shape. to imagine them as ourselves. It's alien. That's the term. Shit, Ricardo, for all I know, you could be an alien. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Oh, it's funny. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm secretly a water bear. I'm here to advance the water bear party. That's all the noises we've been hearing. It's all your devices. Yeah. Oh, man. Scrappy's also a water bear. <laughs> Waiting to attack. Yeah. All right, Brenton, wow. you wanted to know about Canada. Yes. So Tell what, me about what Canada. Are, Speaking of what alien. Are, what are some of your questions on Canada? I have never. I have not traveled out of the United States. Okay. I feel like uh, Canada would be the place to go. Yes. Fact. Absolutely. Why? Um, I mean, it's very beautiful. Yes. Both from a nature side, but also the cities mm-hmm. are really exquisite. Can I also speak on? You have a very nice attitude. Thank so you. I've heard like people from Canada are so <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm down for that. Like. That's a funny stereotype because there are some horrible people up there and there's some very nice people here. Really? Yeah. Oh, I thought people hated Americans. They do. But I mean, (laughs) that's just the stereotype because all they know is what they see on the TV. I mean, those that haven't come here. Okay. You know what I mean? So if you have a Canadian that's never left Canada, their idea of the U.S. pre-Obama was uh, George Bush. And uh, let's invade countries and let's have our <laughs> vice president be the owner of a company that rebuilds the country. Yes. So, um, 
that's where the stereotypes come from. Such a limited scope of how we like view yeah. other cultures. Oh, okay. You want to hear about American stereotypes? When I went to Italy, the stereotype was so strong that it even spread all the way up to Canada for this particular woman. Um, we have friends in Italy, and so they invited us to their, uh, actually to a restaurant where their... Uh, Okay, what's going on here, guys, with the devices? Sorry, it's not sorry. cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm totally listening to you. Even if I wasn't, it's recorded. I can come, come back on. to it later. Doing Twitter? <laughs> no. Um, so anyway, um, sure enough, there was like the younger sister of our friend at the table who was old enough, though. I don't want to say she was a kid. She was probably in her late twenties, and she kept. I was I was a teenager, and I went there with my dad and my stepmom. And she kept staring at us, but she doesn't speak English. So my dad said to our Italian friend, like, what, why does she keep looking here? Does she want to ask us something? And then so he's like, oh, yeah, but she's kind of shy to say it. And my dad's like, oh, let's, let's hear it. We're not very, uh, like, we don't get easily offended. And our Italian friend basically said, well, my sister is just shocked because you guys are not fat. <laughs> They're like, pardon? And she's like, well... She sees you as Americans. I mean, you're from North America. She knows you're not from the U.S., but you're yeah. still from Canada, which is North America. And so she saw Super Size Me. She thought that all Americans north, that includes Mexico, I guess, for her, would be obese. That wow. there's this huge obesity epidemic in well, North America. Isn't there? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But then she saw fit Canadians, and she was like, wow, what, why? How are these people in good shape? So that was an interesting stereotype. Um, but what else about Canada? Are Canadians in good shape? Well, North Americans in general. I think the stereotype is that North <clears throat> Americans in general. No, I think the average Canadian's probably not. They're in okay shape. Yeah. I mean, it's a very small country. It's like uh, <laughs> there's less people there than California. Small yeah. population. Oh, yes. Wise. The land not geographically. is the second largest not in the world. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> there are small people there. But most of the population lives along the U.S.-Canada border. Okay. Wow. So the more north you go into Canada, the more desolate it becomes. Wow. wow. Poor the things. Per population, Just to escape it. Population per square kilometer, which is what we use, not miles, mm -hmm. uh, becomes much, much larger the more northern you go. And in fact, our most northerly place... Um, has native First Nations people, that's what we call them, living up there, uh, and they actually get paid to live up there by the Canadian government. You Be know what I think it is? Because they don't have people residing there, by squatter's law, any other country could come in and try to own that territory, and Putin's been trying to do that since he's been in office. Wow. We've caught him many times putting the Russian flag up in the, in the Arctic, which is Canadian territory, and then the Canadian military has to go up there and pull it out and, yeah. and kindly ask him to leave. Please take it down. <laughs> um, I thought that they may all be trying to go south to avoid the White Walkers, but I guess that's... Very, very nice. Uh, the, the, what I thought was a rumor actually ended up being true. There were a, a large number of... I guess they would be Americans. I don't know if they actually had citizenship here illegally crossing into Canada immediately after Trump was elected. Okay. And so the Canadian Border Patrol had a very, very busy time. That is our super web, interesting. Our immigration website shut down. 
Really? I was, day after I was, the election. I was just watching, literally so before you shocking. got here, I was just watching this uh, special on Vox. And I don't, I don't know if Vox is like a reputable source or anything, but it was a, it was a young girl that was talking to Justin Trudeau. And he was, he, she was talking to a bunch of Americans. This was right before Trump got elected into office. And basically was saying, like, if Trump gets elected, what would you do? And right. they said, move to Canada. Like, yeah. a lot of people were saying, move to Canada, yeah. like, almost as a cliche. Yeah. And so she came with, like, with forms that were like to apply for residency yeah. in Canada, yeah. and um, people filled some out, and then she actually met with with Mr. Uh, Mr. Trudeau, yeah. and um, and talked to him about it, and he said he's completely not worried about it. He said people said the same thing when Bush, Bush was elected, Obama. when Obama was elected. There's there's a lot of hype, but the the when actual Obama was elected. Wow. Well, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, some people didn't like Democrats. So I think that, that was their whole thing. I think that Trump. Whether we don't have to get into like politics, politics, but whether or not we agree with Trump, there's obviously a large enough population that agrees with him. Mm-hmm. So that population would just do the same when somebody like Obama or Hillary would get elected. Yeah. I think you would have had similar outcomes. Um, yeah. Trump happens to be very polarizing. Yeah. Um, so there's more of like a, a, a vocalization of it. And then also like are the internet, like how easy it is to share things, like how easy it is to share this podcast yeah. also affects that kind of like perception of it Absolutely. but the amount of people who will actually migrate to a different country because of him like is is way less so i, I wonder what the actual numbers are of people yeah. who left i'm sure we could look that up but uh another very clear difference that i noticed between our two countries is the patriotism hmm. it's like ten, much ten greater fold. in america yeah that's so funny because america. i i love america and i don't know why i think it's like I think it has something People to do with... People love their country here. Yeah. yeah. A lot. Like, my favorite holiday is 4th of July. I, wow. I go all out. I wear white shoes, blue jeans, and a red shirt. And, like, yeah. I just... It's my favorite holiday. But it's more like... I would say Canadians love their country, too. But there's a certain difference here where it's, like, a pride. Yeah. It's... That's what I would call it. That's what ends... That's, I think that's what ends up hurting us the most. How? So... Well, I, I see it also as, like... It's a compliment to the people because, I mean, national pride... National pride is a dangerous thing because... Yeah, because it's, it's, national, it's cool nationalism. It's because it's... Un- yes, exactly. Yeah. It's also unifying, which is the, the positive side of it, but it can lead to nationalism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I much prefer people having pride in their country rather than saying, like, <laughs> America sucks or, mm-hmm. like, all of these other things because I still think it's, like, if not... I mean, obviously, we just talked about my patriotism, but, like... I think it's the greatest country, yeah. um, if not the greatest objectively. Then, That's then what give Canadians an example. Kind of, of uh, not laugh at, but they're just like they find that very interesting. It's very subjective. When Americans say this is the greatest country in the world, yeah, the rest of the country really, really is. We think you're being sarcastic, but we know that you aren't. No, I'm genuinely not. <laughs> I, well, I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing is that, like, I mean it, but I also know that it's entirely subjective yeah. because of because of my personal beliefs. To country too. You yeah. Been. Well, yes, I, and I think that would have an effect because I think it's important to have an open mind. But yeah. like my personal beliefs that I have, like I talked about, why I take so much pride in the Constitution earlier. It's that I think American values mm-hmm. resonate very heavily with me. Yeah. So I have pride in my country because the values are representative of me. Mm-hmm. So obviously if I was like, you know, some somebody who wanted uh, 
like in either direction like if i wanted like very like strict religious rule over the country or if i wanted like extreme socialism Mm -hmm. i wouldn't feel so much pride in it because my personal values don't resonate with it but for me personally i have a lot of pride in in our country because it the values do resonate with me so um i i think it's the greatest country but i also understand it's like completely subjective yeah but also at the same time, like if it's not the greatest country, then like I'd like to hear evidence of other countries being as great and sure. and why people think that because that, why, that's very interesting. Why do you to feel me. America is the greatest country in the world? Because I feel like our constitutional rights have laid out the the only not the only but the strongest maybe the only um, foundation for freedom on on an actual freedom level like when i was talking earlier jokingly about eating yourself to an early death it's kind of serious that like you're allowed to do that because in other places like a lot of the times when i hear that america isn't the greatest country they'll bring up places like like you know norway or sweden like very socialist countries um because they have you know free college and free healthcare and this and that but to me there's there's also a lot of regulation and regulation can lead to very positive things, but I again I think that if you do positive things because you don't have a choice, is it positive or you just is it just mandatory behavior? Mm-hmm. I think that the freedom to choose, the freedom to have bad ideas and good ideas, and to understand that it's a bad idea and still follow through with the bad idea is a wonderful thing. That is freedom, um, and you know I don't mean to sound too patriotic, like yeah. freedom and all of that, but like it's I I believe that that's a great thing, and I'm glad that. So far, we have able been able to maintain a level of that. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot to learn from both sides of the political spectrum, but at its core, um, from you know the Constitution and everything, I feel like people have a, a lot of freedom here. So that's why I have so much pride in my country. Hmm. So, uh, <laughs> so like, so Canada. Do you have like a? Do you have like a similar story for Canada? <laughs> Canada just did it a lot less violently, I think. Huh. Uh, we stuck around with the Queen for much, much longer until 1867. I think you guys were 1776. And so that's more, that's almost 100 years more of just sticking it out. And we didn't really have a war against Britain. It was more a war between Britain-backed English-speaking first Canadians and France-backed French-speaking First Canadians and the French lost, which is why Quebec, we described that province as like the emo teenager in the household that everybody hates, but you still want them <laughs> to keep them around because they're a family member. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> that's cool. I mean, I, mean I, I, I think that's cool. I think, um, I don't think it matters if America did it first, you know, all that's important is that we get closer to freedom. So if Canada's yeah. doing that the right way, then that's, that's yeah. awesome. I just... I don't know. I just like America. (laughs) Well, America is very much like the way smaller countries by population size like Canada um, see America as like the big brother. And it's like, oh, whatever America is doing. Like my own doctor in Canada was talking to me about a specific medication, but he was surprised because it's approved in Canada and our regulating body is Health Canada. In the U.S., it's FDA, and this one was not approved in the FDA. And I said, "Why?" Or in Canada, uh, in U.S. by the FDA, I said, "Why is that shocking to you?" And he said, "Because usually Health Canada follows what the FDA does. Uh-huh. So if something doesn't Sets get like approved a by the FDA, Health Canada won't approve it." And that's just one example, but it's so 
often, like you see it everywhere. Canada's not going to march into the Middle East and start wars. But if America's going in there and if the president asks the prime minister for assistance, then we'll go in and we'll help out if we feel the need. But we have said no in the past and we said no to Bush. Which I think was smart. But then we had an election and our prime minister changed and the new one was conservative and immediately gave yeah. Bush the troops. But the interesting thing a lot of people don't know with that particular war and Canada's involvement was we had a massive steel contract with the U.S. Oh, wow. For aluminum, some sort of metal. And it was going to be used for, for airplanes manufactured in the U.S. Wow. And Bush. So there was like a vested interest there was in, a vested in interest. being allies. In As this. there always is with No, war. I know. But like some, sometimes there are, you know, you're, you're allies. Like you, you help each other. And I mean, obviously there's like economic ramifications of that. But yeah. directly linked to a specific industry that yeah. it's going to be like you know we're both going to benefit from this Scratch come on back up. yeah exactly so the, the prime minister was of the liberal party in canada uh and paul martin was his name and bush said look we need troops canada's help here in the middle east and paul martin said absolutely not that's not our platform we don't agree with that invasion and so bush said okay well you know that that metal contract you can go ahead and shred that right up. <laughs> Australia, yo, get Australia on the phone. Australia had more expensive, so the U.S. had to pay more for this metal, and lower quality product. Wow. But they were willing to provide troops. Incredible. And so Bush said, let's do this. Do you think that your listeners are going to be into this kind of thing, or are we getting like way off? Uh, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting you to see. You might get new listeners. Yeah, you never yeah, know. Yeah, I mean. But then when they go, we go right back to the bullshit, they're going to be like, What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Canada, oh Canada. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm down to move to Canada. Would you? I think I would. How would you handle the weather? It's always cold, correct? No. What? What is this, Winterfell? <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to the wall. <laughs> well, then that's down south. Majority. What's the weather in Canada? <laughs> uh, Canada's huge, so there's different climates depending on where in Canada. I want to be in the coldest climate. I just don't... So then up, way up north. I'm down for that. Really? Yeah. So I, don't, you're I hitting, fucking hate the heat. You're hitting like negative 40 degrees Celsius. Okay. You got a midpoint? Like, <laughs> like what would you be comfortable with? Like Seattle weather? to the weather? point where the, the air hurts your face. What the fuck? No. Why would I want to... I, want, I don't want to be and in there. And if you take your gloves off for more than a minute... Frostbite. Yeah, your hands. Jesus pain. It's painful. I mean, I can get adjust to it, right? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you it can't be any in? worse than California heat. Okay. What do you mean? Yes, it can. Yes, it can. Toronto. Toronto is like you'll hit the minus forty days, but maybe it's once or twice okay. part of the winter season. The rest of it'll be around an average of minus five, minus ten in the winter. Um, I guess that would be like twenty five. 21 degrees Fahrenheit around there. I used to live in Portland, Oregon when I was a kid, oh. and we had our seasons. Yeah. They were normal. They weren't yeah. like fucking California. They didn't know what the fuck they wants to do. Yes. And uh, my first heat wave was like in 97, 98, and I wanted to throw myself into the wall. Wow. And just like down the stairs. I couldn't take it. This shit was out of control. Yeah. And it still is today. Like the, uh, what was a couple of weeks ago? Temperature was like 110 degrees in Fontana. Yes. It was terrible and it was humid outside. Yeah, that's I wasn't feeling me. it. What I like here is the dry heat. Really? Yeah, Toronto is a humid heat. Huh. So it's very sticky. You're kind of ruining Canada the for me. The lake effect. <laughs> 
Yeah, I guess I'll stay in California. I mean, Vancouver's nice if you don't, and you, it would be probably similar to Portland. But yeah, it, I've been to Vancouver rains before. a lot. I think. I was a kid, I don't fucking know. Hmm. But, um, yeah, no, I'm not, I don't, I don't mind, I don't want the rain. No. Yeah, it's the cold air. Hmm. I'm gonna go to Alaska. So what's your, like, ideal temperature then? <laughs> I don't know, maybe below 60? Below 60? No higher. So you wouldn't Fahrenheit. be happy with like 77? Fahrenheit, yeah, Fahrenheit. Like 75 uh, is too hot? If it's cool. What about 75 with a breeze? What was today? Fucking 95 yeah. degrees. Today was pretty close it was to perfect. hot, dude. I think what? A, couple, a couple degrees less and Fuck it would that. be great. Oh, the gosh. sun was out. I like 77 with no wind. That's my favorite. You know what's too hot for me? with no wind. I guess that sounds nice. What's too hot for me is when the sun is out. That's too hot for me. Wait, no wind. Why no wind? <laughs> because 77 with wind is cold. Interesting. Yeah. Then you so, start getting kind of chilly. Okay, well then... All my I Canadians want, are going to hate me now. I want... I want... Cold, it's not cold. <laughs> I want... Fucking hoser. I want... <laughs> I want mid-80s with wind then. That sounds... That sounds pleasant. Mid eighties with wind. That. that sounds yeah. pleasant. Not like twenty five mile an hour wind or anything. That sounds like skin Just cancer. Just like a, a breeze. A breeze? Like a nice breeze. That's like you going to the beach and it's like one hundred and five degrees out there, but you don't feel it because of the breeze from the ocean. I love when that happens. That yeah, but that's great. bad for you. Is it? Then yeah. you don't know you're burning. Yeah. Well, I mean, he said your face is going to burn off because of how cold it is in Canada. So that's freeze can't off. Be that bad. Oh, so skin cancer. It's not a big deal. <laughs> Frostburn. <laughs> is that a thing? Frostburn. Frostbite. Frostbite. Yeah. What is a frost burn? Is that that's not a thing? There's wind burn. Wind burn. Don't you get frost burned Bit. when you're holding like dry ice? Wouldn't that it's frozen, right? Frost, I think that's still get... frostbite. I mean, is it's it? just the terminology. Oh. But what's happening is your skin is going below the the freezing point. Yeah. That's what happens when you hold liquid nitrogen. I still want to visit Canada. I still think it's worth it. Yeah. I mean, when's the best time to go? Well, summer. What do you want to see? I mean, it's amazing in the all the seasons are the best time to go if that's what you want to see. Yeah. Summer if you want to see nope, like nope, the humid summer. heat. Nope. Probably fuck not it. for you. Fall nope. is like still very hot. cold. Really? Yeah, October. All the kids are wearing Oh, like, I'm sorry. Winter. In California, like our, <laughs> our fall Canada is goes. fucking summertime. Like I it's was like, in a winter like jacket last year summer. for Halloween. Really? Yeah. Damn, that sounds amazing. And it's a beautiful time because all the trees turn a magnificent red and orange and yellow. That sounds awesome. But on the East Coast, mostly. Do you know what? That's why our flag has the maple leaf, but it's super discriminatory to the rest of the country. <laughs> what? One maple thing? leaf doesn't really grow on the West Coast. <laughs> <laughs> so West Coast is sad about that. One thing, one thing that I would like to experience is I have some friends who live in Sweden, and um, they are music producers, and they're incredible producers. And they say that they got good because the winters are so cold, you can't do anything outside. So when you're stuck inside, all they would do is push-ups and produce music. Yeah, so kind of like kind of person, forced discipline, is, is it's kind of an interesting concept. Because here, it could be like December, and me yeah. and Chloe will literally go but to the I beach. But I see it opposite here for physical activity. Because what it makes most people do the winter is get fat you sit in your house and it's a beautiful oh no no no! i didn't mean, i meant like the the push-up thing was anecdotal but the uh, the being forced to be inside of your house like yeah, if you want to accomplish something that, like yeah. like today for example like if i wanted to work on you know music or something for a few hours mm-hmm. it was such a nice day like i could have said you know let's go play tennis and yeah. then you know what let's go out to a coffee shop and just yes. have some coffee outside and talk for a bit oh, so if it was freezing yeah. and i couldn't leave my house i might 
be more inclined to focus on what I'm doing. But I don't know if that would have a direct correlation to discipline or it just happened to work out like yeah. that for my friends. But um, yeah, I wonder how that would affect me. Did you want to hear a funny piece of anecdote? Absolutely not. About nope. Canada? Don't want yes, I want to hear it. Anecdotes. Let's go. Why would I want to hear funny anecdotes? Um, so they, I read this paper that basically was trying to say that viruses are more easily spread in Canada in the winter. So the, the paper was trying to debunk the whole thing of what our mothers would tell us of like, make sure to wear your mittens and your scarf Doesn't make because any sense the temperature to is going to make you sick. Yeah. And there's no evidence to show that temperature is what's making you sick. But what they did find is the reason why colds and flus are more prevalent in Canada in the winter is proximity of human being to human being. And that I agree with. Because in the winter, you're much closer to your fellow Canadian. But only the is... people in your immediate area. No. So s- schools that What might... does everybody huddle up because it's cold? Like, how does yes. that... Yes. Yes. Social gatherings become what yeah not not like all right guys let's all like gather for (laughs) warmth it just means that social gatherings that would otherwise take place outdoors and there's space in between you are now happening inside sorry i'm a little distracted danny is uh daniel i don't call him danny uh daniel is uh requesting do you have anti feelings towards nicknames I notice you've been calling Ricky Ricardo. Why? Well, I, I just I don't know. I was I've introduced never called to him, him as Ricardo. Yeah, I worked with him a cu- couple of years back, mm-hmm. and he's just is always that how you Ricardo. met? Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. Yep. I've called him Ricky a couple of times, but it just, I knew he was cool as shit too because I had went to another. We worked at a law firm together doing office services, like you know, like general administration stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so we. Um, when I met the first couple of people that I was going to work with, they all seemed kind of square. There were some cool people, but most of them seemed square. So and I square. walk into a conference room. <laughs> I walk into a conference room, and I sit next to this guy who has on a Pebble smartwatch. And at this time, it was like a Kickstarter only thing. They weren't in Best Buy or anything. And I was like, that guy's fucking cool. And then we went upstairs, and lo and behold, that's the guy who was training wow. me. And uh, yeah, and then me and Brenton became friends shortly after that. And then uh, hated each other shortly after that. And yeah. then friends shortly after that. Hates. And then hated each other. We, we, we had a little falling out. Like, wow. it, it got bad. Yeah, I think it got like really two, bad. right? We've had two. No, just the one. No, Was we had it? one at Williams Lee. And then we had another one. What, at your apartment? That at my apartment. Out. We didn't see each other for a few months. But no, that wasn't because of that. Oh, I, th- I assumed that's what it was. We got into no. an argument, and then I didn't see you for months. So no, <laughs> like, what would you assume? I mean, I I was coming down here a lot. <laughs> yeah, like, that's gas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that's gas, and my cat. It's family time, you know. Uh, yes. So was the first time like a difference of opinions type of thing? It was just a lot of little disagreements. I and then forget one, exactly what it was, but there I, was a work related situation. That like kind of pushed it over the edge. Yeah, it was when I left uh, left Millbank. No, that was before. You were going through a phase of not so much a phase, but He's, you don't were, have a filter. You were what you want. You were transitioning out of. We'll make this out of third fight. How about that? You were, <laughs> <laughs> you were transitioning out of Millbank, going to do something else, but you mm-hmm. were being secretive about it. You didn't say anything, to nobody. Yeah, this is at the time when we were fighting because yeah. we we hadn't talked for like a good month. Yeah. Like, sitting in the same room with each other, what? having to work with each other. And not saying a word. it was more so, yeah. you got the job, 
Cool. Mm. That was it. Well, it's kind of like what I was telling you that I I really feel like conflict is necessary sometimes. Hmm. Um, so me and Brunton would have conversations, and sometimes I, you know, I think that I was I was we were we were really cool in the beginning. Like I would he would uh, have to stay later. I'd be like off and ready to leave, or I'd be staying later and he'd be off ready to leave. But we would still just sit there and just chat. Yeah, for like another hour. So um, off the clock, we just sit there and just chat. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we started talking about politics and our personal opinions. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't fuck with that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. I oh, because you're cool. more conservative and you're more liberal? No, yeah. at, the time, I, at the time I was you very liberal. liberal. But no, there no, was no, no, no. He was conservative. Still conservative, still in conservative your eyes. then too. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. And I think like a couple of things was the gun control about the government being able or us having the technology to control weather. Shit like that was yeah. like, nah, 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 I don't fuck with that. <laughs> wow. like, he was like, yeah, I think it's cool. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You're crazy. Yeah. It was just, just stuff like that. And then wow. I don't know what I don't it was. Remember that. There was this one conversation that we had that just said, oh, it was boundaries. Yeah. He had, um, he had said something to me and I was like, all right, dude, back off. Yeah. And he was like, why? I don't think I should. And I was like, you're, you're, you're overstepping your boundary, dude, back off. I'm telling yeah. you to leave me alone. He's like, why? I think it's cool. Yeah. And I'm like, what the I fuck said, is I wrong think with it's this cool. guy? Yeah, he was like, he was, he was just keep on pushing. And I was yeah. like, you need to back oh, the fuck I up. Oh, I do remember. And it's still, it's still kind of a belief yeah. that I hold where I think, I think that in order to... Yeah, but see, that's what caused it to happen. Yeah, you're and right. I was so pissed off. Like, I couldn't talk to this guy. And I did, I, I probably went about it the wrong way. And I think that, yeah. like, I've learned a little what, bit since then. What I but, ended up doing was, uh, I wrote a Tumblr post. Right. And I knew he would see it because he was following on Tumblr. <laughs> And I titled it Zero to 100, and I said the most hurtful shit. And About him? Yeah. And I, I did it because I was angry, and that was my way of venting. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we didn't talk the next day, because I, I know he saw it. He liked it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so and I immediately took it down. Yeah. Because uh, I, I was debating, like, that night I was in the car, and I was like, fuck, I shouldn't, this is really evil, I shouldn't say this shit. Yeah. And right when I was going to go take it down, you liked it. And I was like, fuck it. It's Do you still have the post? Because uh, it'd be great if we could pull that up and read it. Are you serious? Yeah, that would be Absolutely. amazing to go back because I've <laughs> yeah. changed a lot since then. You've changed a lot since then, so it's you know we'd be able to see exactly <laughs> what you felt at the time. Um, yeah, but at, at the core, I still kind of believe that in order to get to like understanding, like true understanding, uh, I think that like my biggest thing is that <laughs> I I don't like the concept of agreeing to disagree. Mm-hmm. On, on certain subjects because I think it's just like I think it's just kind of copping out because um, for a lot of things that aren't subjective there has to be like a right answer right yeah. so agreeing to disagree on something you think is factual like if I'm if I'm wrong I want to know why I'm wrong yeah. I don't just want to say you know I'm wrong or I'm right and you're also right because obviously that's not true so if I'm not right then I want to understand why I'm wrong. But sometimes when I say things like that, you don't it's... take the time to step back and let the other person talk or let them cool off. Before. Well, of course not, because if I'm wrong, like I want yeah. to know it. You yeah, know? but if they're heated already, you can't expect them to just come out and be like, "This is why Sorry. you don't understand." Like you get against the time to cool off. That's all. Yeah, you're right. I think you've grown and you you understand it now. Well, I think Chloe has a lot to do with that too. Yeah, because uh, because especially I with you guys living together. Yeah, yeah. So you have you have to work on that. So. It's, yeah, I, at the core, I still think that like, if if someone's right and someone's wrong, like I don't want to just say like, okay, we're both right because I think that that's oh, counterproductive. No, yeah, I think somebody should be right, and if I'm, I don't, I'm not saying I always have to be right, but I'm willing to most of the time present evidence of why I think I'm right. Yeah. So if someone else also thinks they're right, I want their evidence to win 
or I want my evidence to win. Yeah. I don't think that... But I think most people are not like that because they attach their ideas with their self. Which is so strange yeah. to me because how, how do you ever grow if you're like yeah. attached to your ideas? So that's why I've learned to not prove people wrong because it doesn't really solve anything for that person. They just walk away pissed off oh. and they still think that they're right. I get what you're saying. So I'm just like, I just let it go. I'm like, well, I'm, I can't convince but someone thing- of something. So I'll have my idea. And you can have your the thing with I, me. That, that, the thing that with night, me is that, that I've had had, I've had my ideas changed significantly for major things. The gun thing, I used to be very. Oh, I used to consider myself kind of a liberal, and and now I consider myself more conservative leaning. I like to think I'm in the middle and lean conservative, but like I I've had my mind changed on like the gun control thing. I've had my mind changed on like the abortion thing. I've had my mind changed on a bunch of things, and I I'd like to think it's because I'm willing to accept evidence stronger than my own. So the only reason I reached these conclusions were from people who were like, dude, listen to me. Like, this is why. And if I didn't have a strong enough counter argument, then I wouldn't take it. It's, it's, I think that that's how I, great ideas rise to the surface is through discussion and people who are unwilling to accept great ideas because they want to believe that they're right is it's not at its core is not right. Mm-hmm. How I went about it with Brenton is probably the entire wrong way and we yeah. obviously led to not out. talking to each other for a while and it's happened, you know, multiple times so I'm and I'm trying twice. to learn how to like just not twice. just with you I meant <laughs> yeah. like with oh, other with people. people. Yeah. So I'm trying to learn how to navigate that. But at its core I still believe in that. Like yeah. I think that if I have a bad idea I want to know why you think it's bad mm-hmm. and I want to know why your idea is better. Yeah. Therefore I can adapt your idea and mm-hmm. I expect the same in return. Yeah, that's like the scientific approach. Yeah. That's, that's what the scientific method is. Do we have the post? Yeah, actually. <laughs> and, and, and it's dated July 10th, 2014. Wow. At 2.02 p.m. And I think like after this, us not talking, I went to camp and I had a reflection moment. Like wow. I, It was like, that fucking shit. Are you going to read it out loud? It was bothering me at camp the entire week. Like, I was that's like, insane. Fuck, man. Like, I was getting closer to Ricardo. Like, we were brothers and everything. And then one fucking thing just yeah. ruined it. Um, yeah, I can read it. Or did Let's you want to read it? I think that... Uh, yeah, yeah. powerful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. <clears throat> Thought I had something beneficial to say, but I didn't. Instead, let me take a moment to vent. I don't like people, well, snotty people. I'm, I'm assuming that's me in this situation. <laughs> all right, all right, sorry. No more interruption. Uh, well, snotty people, those who feel that sense of entitlement as if the world owes them something. Fuck you. You disgust me, and with every fiber of my being, I loathe you. It saddens me to know that these people actually exist. It's as if they weren't hugged enough as a child or some shit. The world is not your servant. It does not wait on you. It does not revolve around you and your wishes. You will find yourself stranded one day only to find that those people you thought you can call won't pick up. Why? Because they poured so much of their love into something they valued, but you were too selfish to share that common ground. You think too high of yourself, and you may think it comes off as a great form of confidence, but in reality, it's just sad. I really hope you beautiful, self-centered people find value in life more than what you think it is. Come back down to earth, please, before it's too late. Uh, Is this last part? Yeah, it was a part of it. Oh, even when trying to write something that expresses my anger, I'm compassionate. Still finding a way to care, I'll never change. That was, okay, can I just touch on this really quick? That's what pissed you off. The rest of it I kind of understood because I understood it was coming from like a place of a, it was coming from a place of uh, emotion mixed with what he thought was right. And we didn't get to finish our conversation because we 
uh, quote unquote, agreed to disagree. Mm-hmm. Um, the last part, though, even when I'm trying to write something that expresses my anger, I'm compassionate. I'm finding a way to care. I'll never change. I hated that so much because it was like self martyrdom. It was like a. It was like I'm a victim. Like yeah. you're doing wrong, but like. I care still. Yeah. And I was just like, dude, like, what the fuck? Like, you're, right, you're the one writing this post. You know that, right? Like, I didn't write a post about you. So that's why I think it continued for so long. Because, you know, like, at the it end, it wasn't just well. like, it wasn't just like, oh, I understand Breton. It was like, fuck Breton. And then obviously through his post, he was like, fuck Ricardo. So yeah. it was like this weird, like, um, yeah. Yeah. Then we talked about it. We talked about the post. Call me a coward. Because I didn't oh, say it to his face. Yeah. And I was like, you're right. I was a coward. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have the boss come say that shit to your face. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna lie about it. Um, yeah. But yeah. Man, yeah. I'm glad we're but, friends though. Yeah, it's I think it's made our friendship stronger, so for sure. Yeah, because I because I know with Brenton, like it's authentic. Yeah. Like if Brenton has a problem, he's gonna write a Tumblr post about me, and we won't talk. <laughs> he's not my friend out of necessity. He will no, stop no, no, being no. my friend. No, I'm, I'm not a fucking coward anymore. I can say it to your face, Ricardo. All right, I think no, uh, but, we have yeah. a couple minutes left before this thing's done recording. So yeah, this has been a good place this has been to nice. end. Yeah. This has been really nice. I thank you guys for joining the the podcast. Today. Anytime, man. Again, I'm me. so glad you're actually doing this. Yeah, this, this is incredible. Is I think yeah. you should do one. I think you should no, start one out. And I have yeah. so much on my plate. I'll be a regular guest on this if you if I'm well, lucky enough to Well, you were talking about be. doing one uh, about your, uh, you know, venturing graphic design stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, so maybe one day we can get that started. You know. Yeah, I think it would be. Yeah. More, I think video form would be better. But anyways, that's beside the point. Really yeah, proud of you. This thing is awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad that you're doing this, and you know. Um, yeah. Cool. Again, thank you guys for joining the podcast today. Thank you. This is. Uh, commas and periods and i'll see you guys later we out of this bitch peace out